Boom! Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. I teased this video. Oh, I teased it for more than a week, only to make it way longer than it should be and disappoint you, Perna. That's the That's Good Sports promise. Now that we have made it through the initial floodgates of free agency, we can sit back and reflect on which teams made bad personnel decisions. The ones that drowned as the waters of opportunity pulled them into Davy Jones' locker with tentacles of incompetence and jockage as their better judgment was suffocated by salt waters. Sorry, I've been listening to Moby Dick and ever since my trip to Disneyland got canceled, I've been thinking about Pirates of the Caribbean a lot as well. Today I will discuss the bottom feeders of free agency and a couple teams that I can't tell if they did terrific or terrible. We'll call them the chameleons, as they may look bad or good right now and then present the opposite once the season starts. Free agency losers. Let's get sports! This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. The Kansas City Chiefs have a $177 in cap space. Honestly, I think that should make them winners. That is the funniest cap number you could ever have. $177 was posted by Field Yates, but SpotTrack says they have negative 1.6 million. Primarily, it's because Sammy fucking Watkins has a $21 million cap hit this season. That's 21 million for the Chiefs' third best receiving option. That would be ridiculous anywhere that you don't have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. Obviously, when you win the Super Bowl, none of that shit matters. Plus, Watkins could be traded or released to free up cap room for the Chiefs. But it should be noted, even with their lack of cap space, they somehow have found money to sign Chad Henney and then re-sign Demarcus Robinson and pick up Damian Williams' contract. Chris Jones, of course, has been franchise-tagged, and nobody knows if he's going to be traded or not during the draft. But they lost some key players as well. Quarterback Matt Moore. Do not tell me you prefer Chad Henney over Matt Moore. Less is not more here, guys. Guard Steven Wisniski went to the Steelers. A decent depth piece on that line. Swing tackle slash guard Cameron Irving. Uh, defensive end Emmanuel Ogba to the Dolphins. Linebacker Reggie Ragland. Another depth player Kendall Fuller had a big pick in the Super Bowl. He's gone. And Brashad Breeland, who played the third most snaps of anyone on defense, gone. Again, despite not winning free agency, they have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, who will be better in 2021. A definite commitment team is the Detroit Lions. I don't really love what they've done in free agency, but they've added a lot of players while losing a lot of players. Bottom line is, if Matthew Stafford is healthy, they will be better. 50 million for lineman Halapolivati Vitae seems like a bit much, but at least Matt Patricia won't be the biggest person on the roster anymore. If the Lions aren't good, it's easy for them to blame the Patriots, since they are basically the Patriots 2. Point, what's worse than 2.0? They're the scraps but they did sign safety miles kilbrew the most honest name in sports drink enough beer and you'll die sooner miles kilbrew now teams that have to spend a lot of money in free agency are a lot like middle-aged men buying a corvette they're trying to compensate because they do not have something that can stand tall in the pocket Nowhere is this more true than with the Miami Dolphins, who spent money like Robert Kraft at an all-you-can-eat massage parlor the day quarantine ends. 
Yes, I do love me some Ryan Fitzmagic, and Miami will draft a quarterback, and I don't hate all of their signings. I just think Miami spent a lot of money for results that we may not see until 2021. They went nuts giving Eric Flowers a $30 million deal. That's the eighth most for any offensive lineman this free agency period. My assessment, uh, a bit high for an underperforming ninth overall draft pick. They signed former Patriots linebacker Kyle Van Noy, linebacker Landon Roberts, also from the Patriots, but I've never heard of him, which probably means he'll be their best signing of this free agency period. They took edge rusher Emmanuel Ogba away from the cash-strapped Chiefs, so thank you, Miami. Edge rusher Shaq Lawson came over from the Bills. Nice move, and I think that's a good fit with Brian Flores. Ted Karras, offensive line, Camus, Gruyere-Hill, linebacker, running back, Jordan Howard, and the highest paid player in all of free agency, corner, Byron Jones. Imagine him with Minka Fitzpatrick. Why they let him go is still mind-boggling. All of these moves, good, bad, don't really know. What I do know, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, and Teddy Bridgewater are getting the most money per year with their new contracts, but Byron Jones Corner from Dallas got 82 million with 54 million guaranteed, which is the richest overall contract of any free agent this offseason. If Byron Jones doesn't turn into an absolute shutdown corner, that is a massive overspin for the Dolphins. They gave Jones and Van Noy top 10 contract deals. After watching the Broncos lose Chris Harris and Derek Wolf for chicken feed, I think Miami could have received better value with patience. They still have 33 million in cap space to play with and three first round draft picks, which is why I'm not calling them losers, just questionable spenders. Hell, if you just take out Eric Flowers from that whole group of guys they signed, I might really like what they did. A team I will throw into the loser category and not think twice about it, uh, is the Las Vegas Raiders, who actually spelled their name correctly on their first team facility sign. So, pretty positive start for the Raiders. I love the Corey Littleton signing for uh, Las Vegas, but after that, I can't honestly say they got significantly better at any position. Corner Eli Apple, great tackler, but struggles in coverage. He struggled on a good team with the Saints. Nelson Aguilar is literally the most famous wide receiver in the NFL, for dropping passes. Safety Jeff Heath is a solid player, but for a division becoming defined by speed, I'm not sure he's the boost that secondary needs. Las Vegas has six million left in cap space, so they are done spending. We shall see if their quantity of signings pays off. I'm betting on no, especially if Marcus Mariota does take over the reins at quarterback. The positive for the Raiders is that they have two first round picks again and three third rounders as well. Now the most loserous team has been the Los Angeles Rams. And I say that even after they got Michael Brockers back from the beak of the Ravens. They have lost the most key players in free agency so far. Todd Gurley, gone. Dante Fowler, gone. Corey Littleton, Clay Matthews, Nikel Roby Coleman, Eric Weddle to retirement, Wade Phillips, gone. And of course, Tlaib and Peters, they lost mid-season last year. Plus, Blake Bortles, still an unrestricted free agent, and kicker Greg Zerline signed with the Cowboys. Greg the Leg had a bad year. 
but through the course of his career, he's been one of the best kickers in the league. You don't let guys like that go. I like the Floyd signing, but it's just a one-year deal. And coming into 2021, when the Rams have money again, they're going to have a lot of unrestricted free agents, including Floyd and Blythe, in addition to Jalen Ramsey, Troy Hill, John Johnson, Cooper Cup, Samson Ebucam, and Gerald Everett. And somehow, Andrew Whitworth, defying all odds, bouncing back after a down year will still be thriving on his new three-year deal. Now we knew the day of reckoning was coming for Los Angeles, uh, just like Papa John promised. Sure, we thought it would be a massive earthquake that dropped half the city into the ocean, but instead it's the Rams shuddering players like Leonardo DiCaprio's memories in Shutter Island for a... <laughs> A very literal uh, uh, analogy metaphor for. Now Bleacher Report posted an article about teams who may be tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Their two top contenders are the Washington Potatoes and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And yes, I would put Washington and Jacksonville into the biggest loser categories. In fact, the Jaguars, as much as I love them, have lost more talent over the course of the last year than any team in recent memory. And the one guy they tagged in Yannick Ngakwe doesn't even want to be there. Now he's likely to get traded before or during the draft once NFL teams figure out how to trade players via Apple Pay. It's the new world we're living in. The team that has lost the most players overall though is the Carolina Panthers also on the possible tanking list. To be clear, when I say lost, it's not like they misplaced them, like Malcolm Butler during the Super Bowl. And I acknowledge some of the players who are free agents could be back. That applies to every team I discussed today, but the Panthers have 17 players from 2019 not coming back as of this moment. Quarterback Cam, I'm gonna show my butt to the world, Newton. Quarterback Kyle Allen went to the potatoes. Wide receiver Chris Hogan, gone. Greg Olson to the Seahawks. Guard Trey Turner to the Chargers. Greg Van Rotten to the Jets. Uh, Daryl Williams, gone. Don Terry Poe, gone. Luke Keekley retired. Mario Addison, gone. Vernon Butler, gone. Bruce Irvin, gone. Kyle Love, gone. James Bradbury to the Giants, gone. Ross Cockrell, gone. Colin Jones gone, Eric Reed gone. That said, I do like the Robbie Anderson signing for the Panthers and am thrilled PJ Walker is getting paid NFL money after balling in the XFL. Now it's very disturbing for Panthers fans knowing that everyone in this picture from just a couple seasons ago is now gone. This was a team that was 17-1 going into a Super Bowl that most thought they would win pretty easily and were single-handedly dismantled by a chicken farmer. Now they're led by Teddy Bridgewater, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, and that's pretty much it. Not that those aren't three good pieces to work with, they are, but if they're trying to rebuild, I'm not sure what they're going to do. If the goal is to tank and get Trevor Lawrence next season, a really good quarterback who plays in South Carolina, I think that's at least a plan. But Teddy Bridgewater is not who I want to tank with. He's probably too good. His backup is too good. If they wanted to do that, I would suggest rolling with Kyle Allen, who they let Washington take, or better yet, just start Will Greer. The Panthers are in a transition phase, and a lot of players they let go needed to go, specifically James Bradbury, who the Giants massively overpaid for. 
Bradbury got the second biggest cornerback contract and has never even been the second best cornerback on his own fucking team. Now that's an exaggeration, but he's an average corner. The Giants dished out a lot of money to very average players, and yet the New York Jets still were able to tell them to hold their beer because they weren't taking social distancing seriously yet. The Jets and Giants both definitely on the free agency losers list. The Jets added or retained five offensive linemen during free agency. Only one of which has ever started every single game in a season and that's former Broncos center slash guard Connor McGovern. If the Jets start him at center, you will know right away they don't have a fucking clue as to what they're doing. The Chicago Bears, definitely on the losers list, have deployed chaos as their official approach to free agency. Now, if their plan is to get rid of Mitch Trubisky by death, then signing Seahawks lineman Jermaine Ifidi is brilliant. The only problem is that means Nick Foles will die too when he takes over for Mitch or beats Mitch out for the starting job. Now, if Cam Newton does in fact prove that he is still healthy and still can play at a Cam Newton level, the Bears, they're gonna be sorry that they picked Nick Foles over him because, you know, they just haven't gotten enough shit for their quarterback decisions over the past three years. If you were to present three glasses full of identical looking liquid to the Bears front office, but have one of those glasses be filled with a deadly poison, the Bears front office would accidentally choose the glass with the poison in it a hundred out of a hundred times. Foles is definitely good enough to beat out Mitch Trubisky and start in Chicago, but after that, it's unclear whether he can do enough with a pretty good roster and deliver on the promise that was the 2018 season. And now I've been waiting a very long time to say this. The New England Patriots are on the losers list. Oh man, that feels good. That feels really good. And I mean it. What the fuck are you doing, New England? And don't tell me you're tanking for Trevor. You let Tom Brady go, okay? The guy who won you six Super Bowls. He did not want to end his never fucking ending career with you. Don't get me wrong, I love that he's gone. We all do, but there's something wrong if a guy like that doesn't want to come back. Plus, you hemorrhaged defensive players to former coaches like you had a blood alcohol level of Malcolm Floyd. Deron Harmon, Kyle Van Noy, Jamie Collins, who you fucked out of money he earned twice now, Danny Shelton, and Alandon Roberts, who again, I admit, I don't know, but they're all gone. The Patriots have made two decent signings this offseason, and that is retaining Devin McCourty and franchise-tagging guard Joe Tooney. Their quarterbacks right now are Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer. Belichick supposedly loves Jared Stidham right now. Well, if he really believed in him, why the hell would he have pulled him from the game after he threw one pick six to Jamal Adams with the 30 to seven lead? Remember that game this last season? Stidham came onto the field in the fourth quarter and was pulled after one bad throw with the 23 point lead. The Patriots have no cap space and the 23rd overall pick, three picks in the third round and then a bunch of sixth and seventh round picks. The only tanking Belichick is capable of is naming every tank the Nazis used to blow a second half lead, as he puts it. I don't think they are tanking for a quarterback, but they are on track to be extremely average in 2020. Now, 
Finally, after blowing a 24-point lead in the playoffs, the Houston Texans have done nothing right. They are the laughing stock of the NFL, not just by shit talkers like me, but by all fans, all players, and all of the front office members of every organization including the Astros. Bill O'Brien conducted the worst trade since Jimmy Johnson got the Vikings to give him a king's ransom for Herschel Walker. Now, the greatest truth in free agency is this. If you have a great quarterback, then the moves your team makes during this time are somewhat irrelevant. That was my whole point with the Kansas City Chiefs, but somehow Bill O'Brien has transcended that, that truth. He has a top five quarterback in Deshaun Watson. And after getting rid of one of the best receivers in the league, one of the most well-liked players in the locker room in DeAndre Hopkins, the Texans are arguably worse than losing a 24-point lead to the Chiefs in the playoffs. Not only that, they overspent on Hopkins' replacement in Randall Cobb, 27 million for a slot receiver. Cobb received a bigger contract than Robbie Anderson and Emmanuel Sanders and was the only receiver to get a three-year deal this free agency period. And this was overall kind of a bad wide receiver free agency year in terms of overall talent available. And the Texans <laughs> compensated by getting rid of their best fucking receiver because Bill O'Brien is too stupid to get along with him. Bill O'Brien, if given the chance, would trade the cure for the coronavirus for Leonard Fournette. Oh, thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports and sticking around for the free agency loser episode. We've got the best NFL draft names coming up soon. And once you watch one video, click through and watch another one. Even if you don't actually watch it, just let it play in the background of your internet. YouTube likes that a lot. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. <laughs>